Back when Andrew Ballou graduated from West Warwick High School, Corona was a type of beer, and nobody knew what kind of vaccine they were getting. But this 2017 graduate of West Warwick High School is now a college graduate and a success story that we can all learn from on this episode of Words with Wizards. This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places, and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And now, here's your host, a man in dire need of a vacation, Mr. Eric White. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is episode 19, and today is Thursday, July 1st, 2021. The end of the COVID education era has officially begun. Yay! Mercifully, this school year mixed with distance learning and in-person learning has come to an end. And today, the governor made it official, making the announcement with the education commissioner and director of the health department that school will be 100% in-person in the fall. This year has seen a lot of challenges and successes as teachers, students, and other faculty got through the year the best they could. Just want to give some shout-outs here. First, uh, my executive producer for the morning show in West Warwick High School TV, Brian Lynch. Him and his twin brother, Alex, have graduated this year. Uh, Alex has helped out here and there. Uh, Brian was the rock uh, of this uh, morning show and the live broadcasts. When I uh, first started doing the morning show, I wasn't even thinking of broadcasting events live. But Brian really thought we should do it. We found a way to do it, and I think we're doing a pretty good job. So, uh, you know, he's he's had uh, a tough time of it recently. The family's gone through a lot, but, uh, you know, he carries on, and he's going to be going to Full Sail University in the fall. Morgan Judd, the other executive producer, she has done a fantastic job both producing and uh, working the camera for games and with her own show, The Wizard's Chat which is on our YouTube channel. And Riley Maynard, the wizard behind uh, behind the cameras, who uh, goes in front of the camera for the morning show sometime. Uh, sometimes he has been fantastic, and I'm thankful for uh, having them both with me still. Also, uh, our former principal and uh, the district's director of uh, secondary education, Phil Solomon, continues to recover. Uh, and we hope to uh, see him back soon. He is the one who gave the morning show the start, gave my media broadcasting class a start, and teamed up with uh, George Patton uh, at the high school to uh, to put the pathways into existence. We have ten pathways at the at the high school. Uh, thanks to George and Phil uh, for getting those, you know, for having a huge part in getting those approved by the state education department. This year has been a monumental one for West Warwick High School television. Uh, we uh, simulcast uh, many games with uh, the guys at uh, I-105.5 FM and 1450 AM, uh, John Parenti and John Botello, both West Warwick High School graduates and excellent radio guys. 
we brought the pictures, they brought the sound, and uh, all in all, with them, we didn't do every game with them. Some games I got on there and and, uh, and did some play-by-play and various people filled in and did color. Uh, we broadcast live 34 sporting events this year. That's by far more than any that we've done in past years, and it was it really meant a lot because the crowds at sporting events were banned for much of the year from going to sporting events, so parents could not see their uh, their athletes unless they were coaching them or they were watching our YouTube channel. So that really felt great, and, and, and the feedback from the community was enormous on that. And, and for the couple of advertisers who stepped in, and uh and also supported the program uh it's much appreciated so uh in all including graduation and also um class day we broadcast 36 events on the youtube channel this year and that is just fantastic and uh you know uh one of the i think the highlight of the year uh for me had to do with that because uh my uh, my peers uh, named me uh, the Teacher of the Year, gave me the Crystal Apple Award at West Warwick High School, and I was very, very touched by that. Uh, but it wouldn't have been possible without the cast and crew that uh, everyone from Brian Lynch to uh, Morgan Judd, Riley Maynard, and the various students who from my media broadcasting class and other classes who came and filled in and helped us get these things on the air. And most of all, from my colleagues who, you know, there's no higher compliment than the people you work with saying you're doing a good job. So I, I'm humbled and blessed to do a job I love with people I love to work with. I want to uh, I want to end the year on a high note. So a couple of months ago, I spoke with uh, Andrew Ballou, 2017 grad, who was the first producer of the morning show. He can now add college graduate to his list of accomplishments. We chatted about his journey from being a shy high school kid with a learning disability to a college grad with a business and a bright future. Here's a little bit of what he had to say. So let's talk about well, what did you major in? You're, uh, you're going to be graduating from Husson. Is it Husson University or college? Yep, Husson University based out of Bangor, Maine. And my degree is a bachelor's in communications specialized in audio engineering with, with a certificate, wait for it, a certificate in radio broadcasting. Awesome. So uh, are you coming back to West Warwick? And if so, can I bother you? um yeah so i'm actually going to be planning to stay up here in maine for another year or two Ah. i already have so i work at a ymca in old town maine which is like 10 minutes 10 15 minutes north and the impacts in the community that we're making right now with my whole weight loss journey and um, everything happening, like my music and DJing, I've been picking up DJ services in the state of Maine. So the plan is to both promote in Rhode Island and in Maine and just expand the outreach. That is fantastic. I mean, uh, in, in the classroom, I had you, 
in collaborative English. I think you were, that was the last year. So uh, your graduation year, was it 2017? Yep. Ah, oh, good. I Spring 17. Spring of I, 17. And I came to Husson in fall 17. And it's, it's funny because um, Steve Alves, you know, his, you know, his saying, be a soaring eagle, don't be a turkey. And here I am as a Husson eagle flying into graduation because the eagle's the mascot. I find that hilarious. <laughs> Life imitates art, right? So... Mm -hmm. So you've got your bachelor's, and, and you were in the collaborative English class, and I remember, uh, you know, you were at, uh, you, I think I was your case manager, and you had, you had an IEP, you were, you were a special education student, and the fact, you, just you, you always worked hard, you did what you needed to do, and uh, I think that was always instilled in you, and then you go to a four-year college, and you're getting your bachelor's degree, that's something that a lot of students who had IEPs in high school did not accomplish. I mean, did, did you ever, did you think about that going in and were you so, worried that you might not make it? Um, actually, I was, um, I was pretty, I was a little nervous going, going to college, but the, the big thing I was looking for was a small, uh, a school with small class sizes um, and a school that could take the, those accommodations to the next level. Um, and funny or not, uh, believe it or not, I'm still on the college panel that presents as part of Ripen. So, and I speak, we speak to parents, teachers, students yeah. with IEPs. And we, I explain the differences from uh, um, the differences of having accommodations in school, high school, than having accommodations at college. Now, RIPEN, the Rhode Island Parent Information Network, yep. uh, which is an advocacy group here um, in Rhode Island. And so you uh, are explaining the differences between having the uh, modifications and accommodations in high school, which are written into the IEP, which are law, but as soon as you cross the stage to graduate, uh, it becomes just a piece of paper. So tell me, and I'm curious as well, what is the difference between getting your accommodations and modifications in high school and then going to the next level to college to get them? So the, the thing with colleges is that when you get accommodations, you have to, you have to speak up. The, there's a whole big lesson of self-advocacy that is misrepresented and misunderstood because when high, when you, high schoolers graduate, they have they have not like I wouldn't say have their hand held, but they have a lot of assistance needed for those IEPs. And some of the students aren't actually involved in those meetings like they they tend to hide back. So but in order to get those accommodations, you need to know what's on your IEP. That's why I was so involved in all of my IEP meetings to eventually to where senior year came along where I ran that meeting where it was like, okay, this is what I need. This is, um, it was a big self-advocacy push. Mm -hmm. And in college, you need to have that push. They're not going to come to you. You have to go to them in order to get those services. So, and you do meet with people 
Um, they do have a staff that you meet with and they go through an accommodations letter. They don't really do IEPs or 504 plans. Yeah. Um, they have a office of student success is what they call it. Okay. Um, and we go through an accommodations plan that can go from having front row seating to extended time on testing quizzes. If you have any quizzes, uh, that you need extra time they can set up a class, a mini room for you where you can actually yeah. take that quiz and focus. And I did that from my first couple semesters. Um, and it, it's very different with my major because it's so hands-on and we have small sizes to where I don't really need those accommodations in a lab setting. Um, gotcha. So it's mostly with general education, you know, like math, English, social studies, et cetera. Yeah. So it got to the point where I had these accommodations, but I wasn't using them because of how, like how my brain works and how I explain this to everybody is how, you, you know, you know what a gear shift looks like, right? Yeah. So my brain is like a gear shift. It keeps on moving and moving and moving. And when that when the gear stops is when you need something or someone to tell you this is what's next in your routine. So people with autism and other disabilities are very um, they're very black and white. They're very routine structured, and the only way to cope through that is time management. If you don't have time management walking into college, you are you're going to be at a blur. Which, so my best advice for that is to get a planner, write stuff down, be organized. Um, like I still use a planner till this day. When I graduate college, that planner is going to be drastically different than what it looks like this year and throughout the years of school. Gotcha. And I so put everything down on that. Now explain to me, you know, you get there, your freshman, your freshman year, you work with the Office of Student Successes and they come up with the, you know, the list of things that you want to advocate for. And you go into class, it's up to you to uh, take me through what happens. I mean, did you need to approach the professor yeah. right at the beginning and say, this is who I am, this is what I need? And what kind of response did you get? What kind so of responses did you get? I, all the faculty at Hassan were very supportive of the accommodations. So they all know because you're, I'm not the only one that has accommodations. There is a ton of other students that do. Um, even the students that have 4.0 GPAs, like 3.9s, like president's list, top dogs, they have those accommodations lists to make, get them to succeed. And it's not a bad thing. It's just that you need extra time and stuff. And you have to go to the professor, say, okay, I need these accommodations. I have an accommodations list by the Office of Student Success, and then they're willing to work with you because the big thing that I learned here was about professionalism. Even, like, y'all taught me that at the high school at a very basic level, you know, with professionalism and how to stay on time, you know, don't be late to your class, like all the basics. But at college, it's like you need to speak up and, and say this is what you need. And the teachers are most likely willing to work with you. 99% of the time. Yep. Yeah. What happens when you, when you have a professor or somebody else who's not willing to work with you? How do you, how do you handle that? 
That is a very interesting question there, sir. Um, so I would then go to the Office of Student Success and talk to them and be like, okay, I have this professor that's not willing to work with me. Is there any way that you can con help me contact them and try to get through to them? Yeah. Um, but if that doesn't work, then the only thing I can say is just to roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, and adapt to that change, which is another big lesson that I've learned um, being at Hassan is adapting to the change. Yeah. So you see, I mean, I, I know when I went to URI, I was a different person four years out. You know, four years after I went in, I was a different person uh, when I graduated than when I went in. Uh, how have you changed? So when I left West Fork High School, I was a it was a pretty big name out there, you know, known throughout the town, you know. Um, but at the, I was a big fish walking into a small pond when I came yeah. to Hassan. And, and believe it or not, I was still very green till a lot of leadership skills, you know, self-advocacy. And I've learned a lot about how to run a business through my own individual career and from working at the YMCA, I was, I'm able to learn what to do and what not to do in a business. Yeah. Tell us about your business. So I've been DJing for going on eight years now with uh, DJ big blue productions. And I am now escalating that platform, which is why I put productions at the end. So it not only is it DJ services, it's also audio services like recording mixing, mastering, willing to teach audio lessons to teenagers and young adults. Um, when you say audio lessons, you mean sound mixing, recording yeah. interviews, uh, doing a podcast, things oh, like yeah. that? Okay. For sure. Okay. Um, um, now, and I'm also, on top of that, I'm also getting certified to be an adaptive special needs master trainer. So that's doing personal training, teaching life skills, nutrition, kickboxing, yeah. all under that special needs population. Mm. Um, oh. So that'll oh. be added to that as well. Now, you have had quite the transformation. You, you talk about the, uh, the health uh, aspect of this. You have, are living a much healthier lifestyle today than when you left here. Tell us about that. And I mean, you, you've lost a lot of weight, but it's not only about losing the weight. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that journey. What prompted that? And how did you do it? So during, um, once I left Westward, I, first off, I was in pretty good shape when I was 16, when I played football, when I was on the football team, I was in pretty decent shape. And then senior year, I wanted to commentate with you and I was like okay I want to do what I want to do so I don't want to sign another paperwork for the football team so I left um, when I had the opportunity to go varsity and um, after that I kind of I, I just let myself go as in drinking as in eating too much of the bad food drinking a ton of soda like that there was no moderation so I struggled with weight loss and weight gain, like I tried to get back, even teaching Zumba classes as a Zumba instructor, I was still having trouble keeping up. Um, 
my sophomore year of college, I was up to three hundred. I was at three hundred and twenty-one pounds, um, and then by uh, senior year, once COVID hit, I ended up going to three hundred and forty pounds because of all the bad eating habits and all the drinking habits. And you were also in isolation, which causes you to stress eat. And it was getting to the, and I was also eating from the dining hall, not to mention their food's delicious, but it got, it was too much. Yeah. It was too much of it. The moderation. So you were way up there. I mean, 340 pounds. I mean, that's, and you're what, about 5'10"? I'm 5'10", 5'11". So I, okay. I was lugging the load. Um, yeah. So at that point, when I went back home in May for a month, I lost about 20 pounds. When I went home and moved to Orono, Maine, which is a town next door to Bangor, so I, until I got on the scale. And then when I got on the scale and I saw 320, I was like, holy crap, let's keep going. Um, so, and it's funny, so since I work at a gym, I could have been working out for the past couple of years because I, I have a free membership. I could have been working out. So, but it's not, it's not about your past. It's about your future. So I reached out to one of my buddies who was also working out getting and building muscle. And I was, I reached out to him and I was like, dude, I need some help. Are you willing to help me out? And he was like, yeah. So the working out stuff was easy because I've worked out before with the football team. So that was yep. all that. That all came naturally. Yeah. The nutrition was the hardest part. Yeah. Which nutrition is 95% of the battle. Yeah. Um, so what ended up happening was that I gave up fast food. I gave up soda. I started drinking a gallon of water a day and I did, I do a lot of intermediate fasting 12 to 16 hours overnight. And yep. I use my fitness pal to track my foods now um, as my accountability resource. Yep. And yep. after doing all that, I am proud to say I am down the lightest I've been two weeks ago was 227. Wow. So I'm down and I'm coasting the 230s right now. I'm trying to get to 225 and coast it, but I'm at a better shape now than I did than I was before. Yeah. And how do you feel? Mentally, mentally and physically. Uh, mentally, mentally, I was always fine, but um, now it's like I flex every day in the mirror because, like, I can, you know, I can do that now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel so much better. I have more energy than you cannot believe. Um, yeah. And I've also like, and I've had soda recently. Not gonna lie, but it's. Yeah it's all in moderation, you know, yeah. as long as you drink that gallon, drink all that water. Yeah. Um, I, I feel a lot better. Um, yeah. I do see my, I do eat a lot more though than I did before because when I was eating less, that was to get a lot of the weight off. Yeah. But when your metabolism gets higher, so does your food intake. Yeah. So, yeah. so it varies. Um, the, I, now, now we're using my weight loss as just a inspiration for other people going into the workout center. Um, so one of the videos I shared from the YMCA was about my weight loss. They did a member spotlight on me yeah. because of that journey. And they're, 
there was at least over 1400 views for that video. Oh, great. So, there's so much impact happening with all that, which is why I'm doing the adaptive special needs training. So that, that's great. So you're going to be working with, as a personal trainer with people with special needs. That's the plan. And, I, I didn't finish those certs <laughs> yet, but that's the plan after I graduate is to finish those certs and eventually, hopefully teach at a vocational school that teaches high schoolers within the audio program and um, which is a link to Nescom, the school that I'm doing uh, the audio work stuff. In. Mm -hmm. So it'll, it's weird because I went from, you know, you, I wanted to DJ on the cruise ships. COVID screwed that one up for me a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, and then you go into like the teaching aspect. So I did a lesson with them couple weeks ago which they liked so lesson with who the the vocational school and teaching high schoolers a little bit about the audio industry um there's a room for opportunity there yeah. so. so would you have to uh, go for more schooling on the education side of it to to get you, certified surprisingly according to the instructor bios that i've read no yeah so it's okay. just like it's just like teaching at the career center yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's something else. That's yeah. something else. So let me ask you this. Now you had mentioned doing commentating with me. And first of all, I think your, 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 your path to putting on more weight started when you started working with me. So I'm hoping that I'm not influencing you that no, way. No, 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 no. I have put on uh, a lot of weight too. And so I, I need to start this journey myself. Um, but anyway, um, you were there the first Friday Night Lights game that we had. Yep. Okay, We didn't have any Friday Night Lights this year. We, we had a two-game season. But, uh, you know, you were there at the beginning of the first, uh, the first night game in, in West Warwick history. You were part of that history, part of the morning show as it got started off and is growing. And now, you know, it's on our YouTube channel, we've covered many live games, and we're just getting ready uh, – to do a lot and graduation is going to be at the football field this year. So, and I believe we'll be doing that. Uh, so, I mean, you were just in on the ground floor of a lot of this stuff. So when you look back at your time at, at West Warwick high school, what about being here got you ready for the next step? It's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a revolving cycle because while being in high school, I was, you know, like you said, I was at the groundbreaking. I was the, like a founding father of new things to come for the future. And that's exactly what I'm doing here at Husson because it's funny. So I also joined a fraternity called Kappa Delta Phi Lambda Chapter. And we were a dying chapter when I pledged in. Me and another brother took what we learned and we were learning about the business and learning how to run a chapter and we are making a bigger name for ourselves as a chapter more so than I than two years ago so I feel I feel like what I've done in the high school done at West Warwick inspired me to be a more founding father figure type to other organizations and with Greek life, with 
with Kappa, I'm able to do that because now I'm going to serve in the alumni role and helping the, the actives out get their name out even more and to help them grow. There's been massive growth. We're taking home. We haven't taken award, any awards home to the gold brand in five years. What's We're that taking, mean? Like uh, what, what kind of awards? Well, we win awards. You know, we do, we do a national convention and we win awards for like raising money. So we raise money for Homes for Our Troops, which is our natural national philanthropy, and they build houses for disabled veterans, and um, that's pretty much the main cause. Mm-hmm. Um, of the fraternity, that's, yeah, the, that's the main cause of the fraternity, yep. yep. And, um, and just to connect like-minded individuals of the same interest into, the, into a brotherhood, um, which is what we've established. So this year, we're taking home two awards and an honorable mention hmm. for right? it. Yeah. So there, I feel like what I've learned at the high school kind of escalated to Hassan in just a different format. Yep. Um, and taking the, the mentorship aspect and, and I'm, I'm able to make an impact that way. If that makes sense. Yeah. So what, what message? I want to end off with this question. Uh, what message do you have for students? Maybe, maybe there's a student with special needs here right now who's thinking they may want to go on to college or go to do something else, but they're a little discouraged because maybe they feel they're not smart enough or they're not getting the, the good enough grades. What message do you have for those kids? The biggest advice I can say is to speak up. Like, don't, don't be don't be afraid to do stuff that you like you want you want to follow your passions um you don't want to uh don't be shy like if you can make a name for yourself just by doing stuff that you like obviously there's different things you need to learn throughout you know if you're gonna run your own business, how to do that. Like there's different things to learn. Like there's different fundamentals, but don't, don't be afraid to learn. Um, and don't be afraid to mentee somebody else. Um, and then once you get familiar with that, with your interests, mentor other people. Like, and don't be afraid to use your resources to your advantage. Once you leave Westwork High School and if, when you go on to, you know, bigger things, like even if you don't go to college, you're still evolving. Everyone evolves. You know, we're all human. So that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. All music and sound effects for the podcast come from Wii Video and Speechello, which I use along with Twisted Wave to produce the show. This has been a presentation of the media broadcasting and journalism pathway at West Warwick High School. If you're a student and interested in learning more about radio, TV, and journalism in general, then you can get in touch with me, Mr. White, at ewhite at www-ps.com. More information about the pathway is also below on the YouTube version of this show. You can also listen to the Words with Wizards podcast on Spotify. The pathway and shows like this are not possible without sponsor support. Part of being a sponsor is that you and your business can get exposure on this and other Pathway broadcasts. 
Funding goes toward the purchase of new equipment, student scholarships, and professional development. You can find more information on sponsorships, which are tax deductible, at the bottom of the YouTube version of this podcast. We'll see you back here soon. Until then, stay safe, stay informed, and stay entrenched behind your mask.